You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. You know, today has been a very long day for one of us, and that one of us is Billy. Do you want to tell us what you've been doing all day? I also had a long day. I was up at 3 a.m. <laughs> 3 a.m.? Why? Yeah, because I had to do uh, a radio tour to promote Unraveled, and that's it's on East Coast time, so I had to like... Oh. I know. Oh, my God. You did it without Billy? Yeah, yeah. you did it without me. I didn't know about that. <laughs> Uh-oh. You're not always... Would you have been available today? At, at 3 a.m.? No, at 3 a.m.? No. No, because what I was doing was I was recording my new book as an audiobook, talking eight hours in a tiny room, which is incredibly stressful. Yes. To one kid who, and they're great. One kid actually knew what the book was about because he read the book and he's the guy that says, no, you pronounced that wrong or no, read that again because I messed it up. And then there's the engineer who has no idea what this book is about. So he doesn't know what's coming in. And then I'm talking about murdered sex workers and opioid addiction and all of this. And he's just like, what the hell have I gotten myself into? Oh, wow. And they were nice enough. We did it on uh, Sunday, did it today. I'm, a th- I'm two thirds of the way through. I've got one more day and it's going to be like a load off my back and i'm really excited about it but it sounds really good though you're almost there and we were talking about before we started recording that reading an audiobook might be one of the most exhausting things that one could do it is mind-numbing do you remember when you were in class in like third grade or fourth grade and everybody was reading out of the textbook Mm-hmm. And then the person would read, and then the next person would read, and then they would go up and down the row, and you'd be waiting for your section. And you kind of knew what your section was, and you didn't want to screw it up. Yeah. Imagine that over and over and over again for eight hours straight. That's have, what it feels like. I have that enough when we record our po- when we do our regular podcasts, and I'm like, yeah. oh no, okay, I gotta say this line this way. I know I'm gonna fuck up and mispronounce this word, and then I do a hundred times in a row. Like it's like a self fulfilling prophecy that you're like, mm-hmm. I gotta do this good, and then you like fuck it up. Yes. Dude, well, you're yeah. almost there. I and Alexis, you know. I can't believe you woke up at 3 a.m. Yeah, 3 a.m. I know. It was Thank really... Thank you, Alexis, for that. <laughs> it was just... Trust me. If it was TV, I know Billy would have been there. It was radio. <laughs> it was radio. That's why I was like, Billy's not going to be mad if I do this without hey, him. I would He's do gonna, radio. 
Was it Howard Stern? No. Do, do you think it was Howard Stern? <laughs> well, I'm I'm so glad that both of you guys are so committed to this podcast that, you know, you're showing up without sleep, working all day, like doing the whole thing. We got to get Killing Times out on time. So yeah. thanks. It means more people seem to like it more than the original podcast. So we got to <laughs> yeah. show up to, to make it yes. happen. Got to give this the people. This is going to be what, one day if you tell all of your friends one day this will be our full-time job and that will be the fun part that that's when the fun starts yes so if you don't get your you know next time you're around the family table and say mom i know you don't like true crime but you better listen to this podcast over and over and over again and by yeah. the way mom join our patreon yeah, oh and yes mom's on the patreon too okay it, mom's got that expendable income sometimes <laughs> yeah and moms want to hear billy bear his soul in this week's patreon true story right. billy yeah. That's this week. That's, That's right. Week. It's worry. out. It's out. You guys can listen to it. Billy gets vulnerable. It's really sweet. And if you are an All Access member of the Patreon, you get a video. Not just audio. You get video. video. You get to see us in real time. The Looking real like- deal crap like i yeah me. well that's the sincere us you'll see what you see is photos of us on instagram and it's not real you'll see us how we really look when we record so yeah. <laughs> um get ready for the truth <laughs> not the best um okay well what day is it today billy all right today is april 28th and on april 20th of 2020 this is our dark day the department of defense released three videos one from 2004 and two from 2015 of navy pilots who saw flying objects that they had no idea what they were, mm. otherwise known as UFOs. Yes. And in one of the videos, you hear a pilot saying, there's a whole fleet of them. My gosh, they're all going against the wind. The wind is 120 knots to the west. Look at that thing, dude. I love how he said dude. <laughs> so he was the, US Navy, the US Navy previously acknowledged that these videos circulating in the public domain were indeed Navy videos. And this is, this is from the press release. After a thorough review, the department has determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems or does not impinge on any subsequent investigations of military airspace incursions by unidentified aerial phenomena. So what they were trying to say is that if somebody was attacking us or something like it's not showing anything about a threat. Um, uh, any, any, uh, nothing that that could make our instruments vulnerable or our weapons vulnerable, but then mm. they said the aerial phenomena observed in the videos remain characterized as unidentified. Dun dun dun. Now, dun, dun. the first thing you think is we're not alone. Yeah. The second thing you think is Tom DeLonge, the guitarist for Blink One Eight D Two, was right. I know, and that was the great thing. I know. Well, I don't know if I've talked about this before on on this podcast, but there's this whole documentary about all of these very reputable, like people that were in the Navy, the Army, like really high up politicians that all came together and were like, we're going to share our stories about these UFOs that we've seen or these documents that we have been a part of, whatever. And then they all tell their stories and they're like, there's one man that brought us together. And it was Tom DeLong. And, and it's Tom like, DeLong. God damn it. I love that. <laughs> like, why? You were right this whole time. I love it. Because he yeah. was like a little bit of a wackadoodle when he was first going about it. Like, he was a little, like, you yeah. know, it, everybody's it was out there. Made, it's out there. It I mean, out the, there. Guy, the guy that's saying, where are you? 
and I'm so sorry. That's right. He said, here's what he said. He said, I knew it was coming. It's funny. When I got into this, people were making fun of me. He quit his band to chase aliens. He's lost his mind. Tinfoil hat. Fuck this guy. He's crazy. And then they all started to find out it's true. Oh, my God. He also God. quit his band to do another band. Yeah. Well, he did. Angels and Airwaves, yeah. And yeah. then also because him and Mark Hoppus were having, like, huge issues with Fights. each other. But, um, you know, I'm glad that he's he's doing God's work. Well, not God's work. I guess he's doing the UFO's work. Also, and- Angels and Airwaves sounds like it's about aliens. Oh, I, he, no. Angels and Airwaves I, I sounds like that, a euphemism for aliens. No, no yeah. the sonics that they use, I definitely think that he thinks that he might be talking to aliens while, like, through some of those songs. But angels yeah. are in the sky and airwaves are, like, I feel like it it's a true, I think it's like a simile, yeah, a metaphor a, for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Right? So yes. we're going to be talking about UFO conspiracy theories in True Crime Rewind, including yes. one of the best things that ever happened on television in 1995. Whoa. I can't, I can't wait. But, but before we want to get to anything, though, we need to go True Crime in real time. There is a trial. I don't think a lot of people have been talking about it. It's not really that big <laughs> on social media. No. Um, there is an actor named Johnny Depp who <laughs> is suing his ex, Amber Heard, I believe her name is, yes. over defamation. She's countersuing um, for a hundred million. He's he sued originally yes. for fifty million. She's countersuing for one hundred million. What is she countersuing for? For defamation too? Yeah, just damage to her career because he's like denying these things and all this this stuff that he's now. doing. Um, he's lost two lawsuits related to defamation in connected to Amber Heard in in recent times uh, in the UK, and it's the most fascinating. Everyone's gonna like think I'm the most basic bitch for feeling this way. But I've been following it pretty closely because I'm just like amazed by what people this rich do. do. Yes. Like the videos they ca- secretly capture and the secret recordings and the t- hypothetical cheating scandal that she's maybe alleged involved in with the Elon Musk and James Franco. I'm like, this is Love Island with like billionaires. And it's crazy to watch i just love it because it's like literally airing the dirtiest of the dirty laundry just for everyone to see and it's It's, uh, incredible yeah and then you get to see you get well sorry my question is why do they video and it's uh, like you can watch the trial basically in real time why that trial and not other trials is it because of what it is or where it is or who it is it just depends so initially when a trial is impending uh there if you don't want cameras in a trial one of the attorneys on either side has to file a motion to ban or bar cameras from the trial if no one's Got done it. that in this case it's because they want to fuck with each other yeah and it's so funny to me is that johnny depp says like i want to sell my side i'm doing this to save my career but this is so much worse this is so much worse than it was like <laughs> the- I, if I, all right wait 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 first of all jack you said dirty laundry you stepped all over a great opportunity to talk about what happened to Johnny Depp's bed. Oh, no, yes. no, I'm not talking about that because we're not. No, 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 no we're but not I'm, talking I'm just saying about that. that. Wait, I know, why? but I'm just saying with that. That's the best part of the whole trial. It's it's one of the best parts of the whole trial. Uh, riveted. Can't wait to see if Elon Musk testifies. Fingers crossed. It's is just going to get better. Well, is Elon Musk to? is now going to be in yeah, charge they're gonna, of Twitter. So they're, I think be. they're subpoenaing him and James Franco. And I'm like, please. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Well, did you see the video released of Elon Musk and her embracing in an elevator? No. And they're alleging that they had an affair? 
But then they dated, didn't they? I don't know. I don't know the timeline. Oh, I thought that they dated for like a long time. I don't know much about Amber Heard's dating history. Like the, I'm seeing this in snippets on TikTok, so I'm not sure. But I thought that her and Elon Musk dated. And this is sure. the problem with America. <laughs> I'm seeing this <laughs> TikTok in is our news. on TikTok, and well, I'm in front of a microphone talking about stuff. To be fair, <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. So exactly, and I understand Jack, <laughs> but. I will say this. My favorite thing is when Johnny Depp, the camera is on him and they're asking about Amber Heard and whether she liked to be at his house or not. And he's and she was saying she didn't like it because it was a bunch of old guys yes. playing guitars. And, and his he's face. Just, he's chewing gum and he just smiles. Wait, what did he say? I didn't hear. He doesn't she say said, anything. No, no, no he doesn't say anything. the old guys with guitars? I didn't she hear it. Did. You, okay. No. Yeah, they they asked they asked somebody who knew her did uh, you know what did she say about being over his house? She said it was boring because all it was was old guys coming over and playing guitars. That's right. And Johnny Depp is just chewing his gum like a like like really chewing his gum like really just getting down on his gum and just gives this sort of like smile that just like. Yep, that's my life. That was the funniest thing because it's like he's probably having his like rock star friends over to like jam, and she's like, "It's no. a bunch of it's a bunch of ugly old guys like playing guitar." It's like, oh my god! Uh, how many fucking jam out sessions by a bonfire can you really stand per week? In her defense, listen, if Slash is over, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all about it. Yep, totally. It's just funny the whole thing. I just love seeing their face reactions and everything that they're making on TikTok is. Yes. A plus content. Yeah, no, I mean, the TikToks th- I mean are, all I gotta say is content. thank God there's no children involved. That's it. Oh I my know. God. Oof. I know. Oof. Thank goodness. That would be bad. Um, okay. Well, I feel like that is that is the biggest thing probably happening this week in real time. Um, so right now we've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, idea to the stand and we're either prosecuting it or defending it and then we vote if it's guilty or not guilty, take it to Instagram, blah, 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 blah. You know the deal. Who wants to go first? Billy, do you want to go first? Yes, I do. All right, go ahead. Okay, so this Saturday I went to an estate sale and it was an estate sale of someone who was incredibly popular. He's a legend in the industry, the broadcast industry. It was Alex Trebek. I saw this now, on TikTok. I want to, yes, on our TikTok. Um, I waited in line for about an hour and uh, met some nice people in line or online, as we say uh, in New York. On Long Island. And, Everyone always corrects me. I'm like, no, it's yeah, you're no. on a line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, on the line, I've never yeah, heard that. Yeah, we say online in New York. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So when you're when I'm walking around there, I was thinking about the idea of the estate sale. And the idea of that, and Alex Trebek died pretty recently too. Yeah. And we're going through all of his stuff. And obviously his family said, yes, let's do this. Well, his family and took everything expensive and important and sentimental. His family took and everything the that they wanted. They it's want. not like we're going through and being like, yes. But the idea, I, what I want to put on the stand, and I'm actually for it, but I want to put on the stand the idea of an estate sale and whether you think it's a little bit too macabre. It is kind of weird. Especially if you're, like, such a public figure, I guess. Like, you don't know the type of people that are going to be coming in there that might be big fucking weirdos that just want to have, like, a piece of your loved one. I think that there is, like, definitely a sense of, like, 
risk in that way. But like, what else are you going to do with all the stuff? If you took mm-hmm. all the important stuff and all the sentimental stuff, then it's like, I guess you either donate it or get, throw it in the trash. What kind of mm-hmm. stuff is there? I don't know. Alexis, what do you think? Um, I've been to a few estate sales and I just think it's practical. I, I, I really do. It's like, like Jack was saying, what do you throw it away? Like, what does it just sit there? I mean, the family, it's a painful thing to clean at your loved one's home. And it's like, look at it from the practical sense. He's a beloved TV star. People love yeah. Jeopardy. You know, I think it's all about perspective. And I think like when you're beloved and people want to piece your loved one, isn't that okay? You know, it's yeah. like, isn't that like flattering? And also mm-hmm. it's painful to go through your loved one's things yourself and throw them mm-hmm. away. So I yeah. think it just rips, you kill a couple birds with one stone. And, uh, you know, it's, death is so sad. Like there's an impossible, it's possible to know how to handle it. Yeah. yeah. What kind I mean, of stuff ha- was at I'm, the I'm, estate I'm, sale, Billy? I like, mean, I will say th- that the house was amazing. It was very labyrinthian. You know, there was, Ooh. there was like little, you know, you walk in, there was a giant sort of cathedral uh, uh, type ceiling with a dome in it. He had this great movie theater in the back with a great bar, um, but a lot of like little rooms here or there. What I bought were his pruning shears, like his gardening shears. Because I'm perplexed by anyway. that. You don't garden, yeah. Billy. I still I get... have to. I still have to clip some stuff in my yard. You have how, a gardener. You know? How much were? How much were his gardening shears? How they were? They were fifteen dollars. Oh, okay. Cheaper than I would have gotten it at Home Depot, and they were sharp and they worked. Is that I all also you got? bought? No, I also bought some books. I always buy books. Like he had a, he had a book that uh, of uh, Al Michaels, who's another broadcasting legend. So I thought, oh, that's kind of cool to get Alex Trebek's book about Al Michaels. And you know, just walking through there and watching, you know, it's it's a very odd scene, and you're watching people like walking around with other pe- with that that person's stuff as they're walking around and looking at stuff. And then you start thinking about what it's going to be like in 50 years when people don't have stuff when everything is nfts or everything is on a hard drive not even on a hard drive people, everything is in the cloud people will always have stuff but not i t- i get to not your like point this. where it's like people yeah. aren't gonna have books people aren't gonna have records people aren't gonna have like a lot of the things that you like tie a personal connection to in that sense mm-hmm. i guess but yeah people always have stuff i think yeah, people like, always I have books see... i mean i still won't do audiobooks i still don't still don't do kindles i still do books yeah and, you but... know like I think, it, it, I think it'll be cooler and cooler to have tangible items as people, as they, as they disappear. Like I, I don't think it'll ever go. Marie Kondo woman has anything to say with it. <laughs> Billy, you could take a, 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 some notes from her. By the way. Oh really? Oh, I could. <laughs> yeah. You have too but, much shit at your house. You have well, no his house idea is big. how you much can, shit I you have. You can in fill my it up house. with a bunch of shit. Yeah, but you don't wanna. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. You love trinkets and tchotchkes and shit. Yeah, but yeah, he. I but, feel like Billy does assign meaning to all of his tchotchkes. Yeah, like, I, feel like- I, I think if I think if somebody walked through my house after I died and they were walking through all of this stuff, they would get a a, a sense of what I was like, like yeah. what I was into. Yeah, like he's into. Oh, he's got a bunch of like books about murder, but he also has a bunch of Star Wars glasses from McDonald's. You know? Yeah, you're, you're a collectible like, type of, of a guy. Yeah. Also junk. <laughs> You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. No, some of it's ain't cool, that, some of it's ain't junk. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> All right. So, okay, uh, Jack, you want to go next? Well, we're going to oh, oh, no. So, um, I'm going to say not guilty. I still not, love it. Not guilty. Not guilty. You got to do it. You got to do something All with right. that shit. Totally. Right. Okay, I'll go next. Um, mm-hmm. 
on the stand for me today is the concept of having a joint Facebook account with your partner. Interesting. Um, mm. I think it's fucking weird. I've always thought it was weird. Um, and I think there's like a couple reasons why this would probably be happening. Yeah. One is something happened. And the trust is broken and you don't trust your partner with a social media account. So now you're going to share a social media account to see mm. the ongoings of like what is going on in the relationship to make sure there's no private messages being exchanged or whatever. Another one is, I guess, like one of the people use social media and then the other one doesn't. And then to that account it's like why are you doing that to begin with at all mm -hmm. and that's pretty much it so I'm like and neither of those seem like you really need one and I think it's very bizarre because the concept of having social media is like for the for the one and it just feels wrong well the one other I'm just being devil's advocate the one other reason I could see is to avoid any issues like if you're a married couple and you've been married for 30 years and Facebook was invented when you were married it's like we don't uh, no, need to face. Yes. We shouldn't. We have it. We have a. We have a, a, a merged life that is so intertwined that like let's not create a problem when there where there is none. I you know I see that for like an older like older generation a couple that's been married for ten years fifteen years when that shit already came out yeah but like somebody that's our age agree that have definitely had separate Facebook accounts and now they have to join oh then something's wrong if you yes. if you always had one I think. Okay, that was just a, a thing you agreed on in advance because you're like, that's a great idea for avoiding the drums. It's like a boomer thing. That's right. Mm. But if you had two and it is now one, that's not great. Yeah, I just think it's weird. And then you can't, <laughs> you don't really feel like you're really connecting with that person, you know? It's like yeah. a group. It's like you're posting in a Facebook group. Yeah, I, I think it's funny that, that two millennials are actually talking about Facebook. And <laughs> 2022 I, love I, st because I still love Facebook. <laughs> well, you know what? There are because nobody really has joint Instagram accounts. I actually know one person that does have a joint Instagram account, and I think it's fucking weird. But it's it's mostly like no, a Facebook. No, no, but no, issue. Facebook has turned into you don't use really Facebook the way you used it 10 years ago or 15 years ago. You use it for groups. Groups. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. And we love our Facebook group, by the way. And, and no platform has done it better. You no. know, like the groups. Yeah, no, it's still. Yep. Yeah, it's weird that I nobody's agree. come out with like an app that just does groups. It seems like the easiest thing to do. All it is getting using... enough people there in the first place. You yeah. know, yeah. At least the, people, the people are already there, and now they've just morphed into that. So yeah, I, I will say though, I do know a couple people um, that do have the joint accounts. It is strange. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I thought you were going to so, defend it. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say guilty. They're too. They're, honestly, they're my friends from like my Manchester City uh, football. Friends, they're two. They're they're a married couple. They're gorgeous, and they're both. To, and you'd never know who you're talking to. That's what like I'm you saying. Don't, you don't. You have no idea. And, and it's weird. Know, and then you just stop talking. And you know and, what? And you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if somebody and one of those people in that joint Facebook group, they have a secret fucking Facebook, or they have a secret <laughs> Finsta, or they have something that they're going around and lurking around on their own, so they can get their algorithm with like booby pics or something like but, that with, that they uh, wanted to see in the beginning in the first place yeah, yeah. okay so i'm saying guilty guilty yeah i'll go with guilty all right lex all right um so what i'm putting on the stand today and i want to give a caveat uh, i'll say the caveat after i've said what it is okay um honestly like if we're looking <laughs> at all the water foul that there is 
geese. I'm putting geese on the stand. <laughs> and like, I don't want like waterfowl. And fuck. I'm not, I don't want to hear from the animal rights people. I don't want to hurt geese. I'm just saying, if you're picking the one that sucks the most out of the ducks and the swans and the storks and the pelicans and the sea, like the waterfowl, you know, waterfowl. I'm going to go with um, geese are the worst. <laughs> well, geese are going to be the ones that are going to attack you. They're, they hiss. They, they mean mug you. They'll run after you. God, I was watching a TikTok the other day and it was like this goose. Oh, yeah. Attacking anyone going near like this one car because there was probably an egg on this medium and no one knew about it. And it's attacking people. People are dropping their Starbucks everywhere. People are screaming, running away. I'm like, you've ruined this poor woman's day. <laughs> and I've never seen a duckling do this. This is a goose. It's exclusively yes. a goose, uh, yeah. you know, misfortune. Do, do you know how funny this is? Because I know <laughs> you both don't read the reviews. Oh, no. And I was going to bring up this review because on Tuesday, somebody wrote a review saying that they don't like the repeated use of foul language. And they spelled it like foul waterfowl. <laughs> That's Amazing. hysterical. Yes. Yeah, and, no, and, and, applicable. Goose language offends me also, listeners. Yes. 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 So, so we're, we are. Thank we you. Are we're aligned. We're aligned with what uh, your complaint is, us too. Um, and I just think, like, I saw some. The geese at the cemetery where I go running, they're all human geese because so many people are around. Yeah, they but know a rogue it. goose, everyone stay the fuck away yeah. because that goose, if it's away from the herd, it was probably ostracized for its cruelty. <laughs> and honestly, like anything could happen if you walk by it. Yeah. <laughs> it could... No, geese are vicious. They're scary. My mom Why? got attacked by a goose once. No. Yeah. What happened? I don't. I, she just we we're like in a park, and she got it. The geese was running after her. That's not her. good. Don't like that. It's it's terrifying. They're like big birds. Imagine this big, fluffy, feathery body coming at you, angry. Okay. Birds are scary. Geese. I don't want them attacking me. Geese are Jack? guilty. Guilty. I'm gonna say not guilty. Why? Because, Why because they were here before us. No, how do you know? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because they're descendants of dinosaurs. You just don't know the evolution of the. Because there's going to be more geese where uh, you know you mentioned the place that you run, which is my forever home after I die, and and he's right by the geese guys. They're going to be weird. Right by the geese. They're the geese right might by be where the geese shitting on your so the, gravestone. So the, yeah, so they the geese might be are. listening to this, and I'm going to say, geese, I'm all about you. No, okay. They've already cursed you, <laughs> like because they hate they hate humans and. No, no, they love me. Mm, because, I, because I'm the only person that's stuck up for geese on a podcast in 2022. You're not wrong. Geese. I can't imagine a single person liking geese. To be I clear, I don't like want I don't want them to be hurt. No. I just it's just the worst of the the birds with webbed feet. Yes. Okay. I agree. You know guilty. Guilty. Majority rule. Sorry, Belly. All right. Well, uh when we come back, it is time for some true crime rewind. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally. First with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. 
Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree 50 and use code degree 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on the realreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Welcome back, everybody, for True Crime Rewind. We are going UFO conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. We're going to go to Roswell, 1947. So in Corona, New Mexico, there was um, a recovery of a balloon, balloon debris near a ranch. Now, decades later, there were conspiracy theories claiming that the debris involved a flying saucer that mm-hmm. was covered up by the United States government. On July 8th, 1947, the Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that a flying disc had been recovered. But then they immediately retracted it and said, hey, no, 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 no. It was a weather balloon. But that didn't stop. You know, once it's out there, it's kind of funny, too, because it's like, this is before the internet, but still, it was out there. It was viral. And it's still out there. Yes. It went viral even then. It went like real viral. Yeah. Like the most powerful kind of viral where you don't even need the internet for everyone to find out about it. I know. How does that even get around? Word of mouth? Well, listen, yeah. I mean, that's listen, if you're dealing with UFOs, that's going to be it. You know, yeah. it's just like, hey, somebody crash landed. 
So in 1994, the United States Air Force published a report identifying the, or identifying the object as a surveillance balloon from Project Mogul. And, you know, the stories of these alien bodies probably stemmed potentially from test dummies being dropped mm. from high altitude. Mm, now, totally. So these are the stories going Allegedly. on. So everybody talks about Roswell. Who's now, dumping a test about, dummy from that? Sometimes you got to see like. Didn't they make the, a know, WB show um, about Roswell? I think it was called Roswell. Yes, yes there was, was a WB show called Roswell. I believe that they were aliens. I believe they lived off of um, Tabasco sauce. Like they love drinking Tabasco sauce, and they could oh. listen to CDs just by holding them up to their ears. That sounds that like your friend Anna. She loves Tabasco and shit. That's just too random. Like, what are the? That That's is the only so things bizarre. I remember of that. Dude, ET, ET liked M and M's. Like, gotta pick I love, something. I love ET. ET like Reese's Pieces. That's what I mean. Whatever. All right. So, what I want to talk about though is 1995 on Fox, the show Alien Autopsy. Oh. Now. Oh, I vaguely remember this. Now, this was a show. Now, now there was a guy, a British guy named Ray Santilli who sold this show to Fox. He said he had a 17-minute black and white film that supposedly depicted an autopsy of an alien by the United States military. So Fox... <laughs> did, did they buy this sight unseen? They're like, yeah, this sounds good. Let's just air it. <laughs> so Fox <sighs> buys it in 1995. I could sell anything. And they, uh, under the title, they publish it or, or they release it as Alien Autopsy, Fact or Fiction. So they've got themselves covered. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's hosted by Jonathan Frakes, who plays Riker from Star Trek. Oh. And this was actually so big that Time Magazine declared the film had sparked a debate with an intensity not lavished on any home movie since the Zapruder film. Now, the Zapruder the film? film, you know, is from... The Zapruder film. That's from the JFK. What word are you saying? Can you be slow, slower when you say it? <laughs> the Zapruder film. With, is that a Z? Zapruder? Zapruder film. Yes. Okay. Sorry. It's probably it the most famous film in the history of true crime. Clearly, everyone knows about it. <laughs> Especially other people who work in true crime. It's, <laughs> everyone knows it's so famous. It's the. It's the. I didn't even know video, what word you were saying. It's the video of JFK being assassinated. Why is it called Zapruder? Because <laughs> uh, Abraham Zapruder was the guy who was filming it. Too difficult. Yes. Okay. So you didn't have the internet back then to clap back at this. Yes. I know people might say the internet was back then, but nobody was really on the internet, right? Not this Reddit. thing got 12 million viewers, like a 14% share, like 14% of the people that were watching movie watching TV at the time, watched this thing oh and God. watched this alien. And when you watch it, Google it, please. It's, it's, you know what? The broadcast version actually had to pixelize some of it because it was graphic in nature. It's so weird. I love it. And I'm so, so jealous so it wasn't me. Like, I love if you can con every, like, it's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. You know, because most, most, most shit you see on TV is a con, but they did it better and they did it first. And like, I think that's good on them. I'm jealous it wasn't me. Also, I Googled it, and it takes you to the Wikipedia, and the um, the cover for this is the fucking, it looks like so, like, 
hoaxy. It's like bright neon green alien autopsy in this like bleeding red font. It's like, come on. Yeah. It's like gore kind of branding. Like it just looks like a, a goosebumps a like book. Stranger Things. It looks vibes. like a goosebumps book. Yeah. Yeah. So now in order to make the film authentic or the Fox program authentic, they interviewed like a special effects makeup artist, Stan Winston, who is who is a legend. But they also interviewed Cyril Wecht, who is a forensic pathologist who me and Alexis are actually going to see at CrimeCon this week. Now, he actually said he considered the autopsy procedures to be authentic, but he didn't. He stopped short of declaring the being an alien. This is what it says on, on Wikipedia. Now, in 2006, the British guy, Ray Santilli, said, you know what? Okay. The film was actually a reconstruction. It happened... <laughs> This autopsy happened, but it was a reconstruction. And a few frames from the original 22 rolls of film were included in there, but most of it was a reconstruction. How does he know? Because he's the one that, that, that knows the chain of evidence, because he's the one that sold it to Fox. Oh, this is the guy that made the movie. This is the guy that made it and, and, uh, set, and set it to So Fox. then was he like, was he putting those films in as like subliminal messaging, like just like a one frame at a time? Just no, he like... was just saying that like, no, there was a few frames that were real, but then like the most of it, the film was compromised and we had to reconstruct it. But this is really what happened. Mm. Mm. Needless to say, Excellent you know con. what? Watch for yourself and see. I'm going to. Real. Honestly, yeah. we should do a Judge Me episode yes. on Patreon <gasps> about that. Yes, perfect. And that's our first I, one. Maybe we should do video for it. Yeah, we should. That do would videos. be really funny. I, th I think. I think we will do that. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah, coming soon. I can't mm -hmm. wait. It's probably so fucking hokey. I can't wait. Oh, it's. Can we all dress like aliens when we do it? Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. I want to get, to get the Mars attacks heads. <laughs> They're like, meh, 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 and I'll just talk like that the whole time. Perfect. Can't wait. Okay. Wow, Billy, right. this is a good. That was a good uh, find. That was a good one. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of other ones too. How are we doing on time? Um, sure, you can share a couple more. I would like to share the one about Foo Fighters. Okay. Cuz a lot of people don't know what Foo Fighters are. You know, Foo right. Fighters, great band. Taylor Hawkins just passed away, RIP, one of the greatest drums of all time. Yep. But in November of 1944, there were pilots flying over Western Europe. And they reported seeing these glowing objects that were following their planes and they nicknamed them kraut fireballs or foo fighters and they were just glowing they were red they were white they were orange and they initially thought that these might have been secret german weapons but further investigation revealed that the german pilots and the japanese pilots also reported the same thing so that is what foo fighters are no idea what they are but they are these fireballs that were following around World War II pilots, both on the Axis side and the Allies side in 1944 over Europe. Mm. Fascinating. Very spooky. Yeah, I feel spooked. <laughs> I feel spooked. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Very much. So, you know, an invasion attack would be one of the worst things that would happen to Earth. But we want to hear... <laughs> the worst things that you people have done. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Come one, come all. It's time to um, air out our sins. Time to confess. And we're going to make you feel better about it because we're all terrible. As Billy would say, we're all terrible people. So I say that. I mean, I can't believe Billy would call people people, you know, <laughs> truly sickening. Um, all right. I'm going to just pick the first one. I don't know which one's the best, but oh, here no, we it's, a, go. it's a surprise. Hi, guys. So this is a submission for the worst thing that I've ever done. Um, I would have to say it was when I was in high school. Um, I was coming to terms with my sexuality. So anyway, um, I had a best friend that I ended up falling pretty hard for. Um, relatively new to this type of, I guess, setting in my life. Um, anyway, um, I know that my best friend had a crush on one of my cousins. You know, we've been best friends for years, so she's met them, of course, like, at parties and stuff with the family. Anyway, um, not going to lie, I was a little jealous. So I created this version of my cousin, in a sense. So basically what happened was I created a account on, like, some texting little app thing, and I pretended to be my cousin for about six months so we're texting back and forth talking about things and when i was there at school she was all happy and like telling me that my cousin like hit her up and stuff and i was like oh that's good like hopefully things work out all the while knowing that wasn't going to happen um things kind of turned i guess serious between quote-unquote my cousin and her because the way that we would be texting back and forth you know we would be like oh like I love you and all this stuff. So I was projecting all of, like, my true feelings for her through my cousin. And 
it kind of made me happy that she was responding that way, but at the same time, I still felt really guilty for kind of, like, playing her, in a sense. And when things started getting too serious, where she's like, oh, like, we need to, like, meet up, like, I didn't see at the party, yada, 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 um, I decided to break up with her, in a sense. Um, she was devastated, of course. She wanted answers. Um, she would talk to me about it at school, be like, why did he break up with me? Um, did I do something wrong? And I was just there to be, like, her shoulder to cry on. Um, at the end of it all, um, we just got closer, and, like, I was there for her in her time of need. Um, and we ended up dating after high school for about three years. Um, we don't talk anymore, but I could say that was probably the worst thing I've ever done. Whoa. Okay, I have so many mixed feelings because you got what you wanted. That's what's the craziest part. That's the craziest part. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just... it's. Your cousin, you know what? If this was, was a, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step speechless. in as the guy. Was, was your best friend even bi curious? Like, how did this? Ha like, was your cousin a, a male? You know, that's it's ha that's how I'm interpreting it. So I think I'm. Well, I have a question: Is did did she know the cousin in real life? She she this, met the cousin in, before, but, but like then nev never not again. A, not again when the texting so relationship started. Just an online relationship. But if they'd met in person before. That's how the friend knew that they liked the cousin. But like you really, um, you really played it and got exactly what you wanted. I don't even think you meant mm. to. I think you did it at first, like because you had unrequited love and you were struggling with your sexuality and you were like not confident enough to tell the truth. And I think that became a bigger lie and a bigger lie and a bigger lie. And obviously you're an adult now. It sounds like you know that that's an issue, um, how you went about this. But we do really strange things when we're young and insecure. So I'm trying to like For sure. empathize with how it started. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah, but if this was a guy that did that. Guys do this shit we were all doing the time. And yeah. we were doing this first degree. You would, you, we would have been like, guys, a sociopath, this, this no, or that. Guys, I mean, it would have been shit, all on that. Guys do this shit all the time. And I mean, I people people do this shit all the time. Yeah. There's literally shows and podcasts. Did you guys ever listen to that Sweet Bobby podcast? I just started it, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, this has it's this is like the lightest version of what that podcast yeah. is about. That was like, right. but it was the same sort of you're catfishing somebody that you kind of know sort of a situation. Um, I mean, this happens all the time, especially when you're younger. It's like kids are all, especially nowadays, I'm sure it's even worse. But when you're young, also the stakes are low. You're not like a single mom who's getting tricked. You know, it's like you were exploring your feelings and you know you were being deceptive and you felt really guilty about it, which was the indicator for you. You knew you were doing something wrong. And that's how we know you're not a piece of shit. No, I don't know. Not at all. Of course. And, and you must be a fantastic enough person to have dated this person for three years afterwards. So. Right. Despite. You know, I mean, it's. Nobody. Yeah. Needs, nobody needs to know how it started. That's right. She doesn't even need to know. She never did. No, she fell in love with you organically. Yeah. Mm. I love after it. She this was devastated over the. Over a person she never met, Billy. Why don't you chill? Oh. Because it was like a text <laughs> relationship. It's high school. Remember, it's high school. Those right. can devastate you, you know? Mm -hmm, you never, they can. When you're that young, everything devastates you. They sure do. All right. I'm just saying, to every, yeah, to, on to the next. 
Hi, Billy, Alexis, and Jack. So I have a worsty firsty story for you all. I don't think I've told anybody but my sister, so here it goes. I was kind of a little social pothead in high school, and during breaks or whenever I got a bathroom break, I would sneak off to the bathroom and, uh, you know, toke it up a little bit. So one day, I had saw somebody's shoes walking into the bathroom, so I put everything away. Shortly after, I had a security guard start following me. I got really concerned, so I went to my locker, and then I got really concerned, and then I ran over to my gym locker, put my uh, paraphernalia away, because you can't check and see whose locker's who when you go to the gym lockers. Anyways, I go back to class, and then I get pulled out of class and to the principal's office, and not really sure why exactly, even though I really do know why. Apparently, one of my classmates had told on me, saying who I was and under suspicion and security footage that I was a person making the uh, smell in the bathroom. So I got interviewed by a couple people, and I refused, and I said, no, that wasn't me, no way, no how, and I stood by it. So they called my dad to come pick me up based on suspicion for smoking weed in the bathroom. My dad was so mad at me, didn't talk to me at all, but it gets even better. My mom asked me when she got home from work, hey, did you smoke weed in the bathroom? I told her, no, ma'am, absolutely not. She's like, all right, I'm ordering you a drug test. We're going to send it to the school as soon as you take it. So, therefore, I was suspended. My parents were both at work the next day. I drank two gallons of juice, chugged the pickle water in the pickle jar, and then I drank two gallons of water. And luckily, we had an elliptical in our garage. I was on the elliptical the entire day until my parents got home. And then my mom had a drug test for me that evening. I took the drug test and passed with flying colors. Have no idea how. I did that, but, um, yeah, that's my story. I did get suspended, and uh, long story short, don't do drugs at school, and uh, I don't even know if it's on my record or not. don't really care, but that's my story. Thanks, guys. Bye. Honestly, I'm so in awe of your abilities because I would have been like, yes, it was me, and started <laughs> crying right away, but you, like, had a plan. You're like, no, 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 I'm this is going to be fine. I will yeah. not forever ruin my parents' trust in me. Like, I've got this. You were kind of, like, diabolical in a good way. You're like, because who cares? It's smoking weed at school. Like, you're not a bad person. But no. you're like, I am doubling down on what I've said. I did not do this, and I'm going to make it biologically so in yeah. 24 hours. I somehow. mean, I will, say for, I will say, first of all, smoking weed at school is so ballsy. Hardcore. Oh, my God. Hardcore I, ballsy. I would be so scared. <laughs> No, like, no. Yeah. who does that? I never even had a, a sip of alcohol at school. Like no. there was nothing like yeah, that. But, well, but, they would they would expel is, you. But weed is so smelly. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, in the, yeah, in a closed bathroom. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. That's why she it's got in potent. trouble. It stinks so bad. It's potent. It's 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 recognizable, is what it is. Like everybody <laughs> knows when someone's smoking mm. weed. There's no there's I, no yeah, confusion about what skunk. that is. Yeah. I just love how she drank every liquid that she could find, including pickle juice. 
And I don't know if pickle juice has anything to do with overriding the weed in your system, but I mean... Sounds delicious, frankly. Chugging pickle juice without a whiskey shot before it. (laughs) But I will say this. Stay tuned. Stay tuned on on our Etsy shop for the first degree pickle juice uh, clearing up your drug test yes uh, uh, yes novelty. So we, we're, gonna, we're gonna be we're Weed's gonna be selling legal it. Not novelty it's gonna work Weed's yeah legal. it doesn't I mean, even it, matter apparently no, not in every state work. though <laughs> you probably You're still get in trouble if you smoke weed at school i think this is an not, amazing not story st- and i yeah. think you should tell your parents let the yeah, truth be known now you can tell them yeah i love it me too ah, so great all Good right stuff. well i think that it's, that there's only oh there's only one thing left mm-hmm. that's right and uh that is the time and I'm doing something a little bit different today. Mm. I'm going to do a dramatic reading from <laughs> season six, episode 21, the Fusili Jerry. Okay. Mm. Okay. And it's two different people. I'm going to play both. Okay. Nancy. Ow. George, what are you doing? George, you know, pleasuring you. <laughs> Nancy. Well, stop it. George, you don't like the move? Nancy, no, I don't. It feels like aliens poking at my body. (laughs) That's a dramatic reading from Seinfeld because I wanted it to be in keeping with our alien theme. I did like that. I I thought that was Well, that's when the move was was stolen from Putty. Yeah. And then Jerry taught it to George. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then Elaine was upset because it all, everyone was upset and George didn't master it right. And then he wrote it on his hand and she dumped him when she she tried again. Yeah, but, but maybe Putty got it from aliens. We don't know. Maybe. You never know. Mm-hmm. Probably dead. That's right. They, they know all. All right. Well, uh, bye. Happy. Oh, go watch Alien and Alien Autopsy. Yes. Mm, yes. And then you'll see it on uh, Patreon soon, friends. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 